there was this huge chick fight outside the bar. Like people crowded, <laughs> going nuts, crazy. And he comes back. He's like, dude, you should have went to Mighty Taco with me. <laughs> And I'm your host, Phil Paxton. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Banecdotes, the podcast that tries to showcase all the unsigned and underground heavy acts coming out of Ontario, Canada. Don't forget to like and subscribe, rate and review if you're listening on Spotify or the Apple Podcast app or the Google Podcast app. Make sure you're giving us a thumbs up. Make sure you're giving us a high rating. Leave us a review. Tell us how awesome we are to them because a little bit goes a long way. If you want to be a part of the show, shoot me an email, banecdotes at gmail.com. If you want to be featured on this month's or next month's episode of the new music of the month, if you have a single coming out, shoot it my way. We'll make sure you get featured. If you want to be a guest, shoot me an email. Let's get this done. And don't forget to check us out on Instagram where we talk about all the episodes that we release and uh, try to showcase all the new music that comes out here if you haven't already make sure you check out the bands that i play in i play in a band called sinner and we are a blackened hardcore band you can check us out at sinnerculture.bandcamp.com i also play in another silly hardcore punk band called hellbent and we talk about puppy dogs and smoking weed and just being as ridiculous as possible and you can check that out at hellbentband.bandcamp.com and i also play in a black metal band called druid and you can check us out on either spotify apple music wherever you listen to your music and stream it this week i have none other than joey bricks joey bricks he is well known as a, a host for a very popular radio station here in St. Catharines. I can probably name drop him. He is a host for uh, the 97.7 Hits FM uh, radio station. He does a great job. Him and his uh, co-host Adam have, I think, a couple shows there. He mentions it that he's got a couple shows on the radio. And he also plays in a couple bands. He plays in Various uh, as a vocalist, he does vocals for a band called Duskwalker, which is probably the mo- more well-known band that he plays in. And he also plays guitar in a band called Hollowbody, which, as you hear, they don't really do too many live performances, but I'm going to pull them out of the woodwork and we're going to make that happen. Make sure you're there for that because that band is super heavy. Power violence, really like nails on a chalkboard, just like punch you in the face, super heavy band. That's Hollowbody. Make sure you check out their demo. Anyway, I'm going to quit talking, and we're going to play a Duskwalker tune. This song is called The Crawling Tongue, and it's off their full LP called All They Know Is Fear. That was released in 2019. Here on Banecdotes. Like the human that walk combined by black and 
incapable to freely temper Simply plain of existence Monotone and blasphemous flow The wide inconceivable Horrifying joyous man Delights in cruelty Yeah. 
Joey. Good to see you. How you been? Hey, Phil. What's happening? I'm sitting here in the shed quarters. I'm feeling great. That's uh, where I broadcast my radio show is uh, the shed quarters, just my shed. <laughs> <laughs> right on. So I've let the listeners know what you do, but tell us in your words, your role in the Ontario heavy community. Well, I'm a lead singer for three bands. Oh, sorry. I'm a lead singer for two bands. I play in three bands and uh, the other one I play guitar in. So uh, I'll tell you the bands. Uh, starting out with Duskwalker, I am the uh, lead vocalist of that band. We're like a death metal band with some heavy metal riffing, you know, like the classic uh, I'd like to say Metallica or Pantera, those uh, solid riffs with death metal. It's it's tough, right? Like you know, like would you consider Duskwalker death metal? I would, uh, yeah. I, I think that's uh, the best way to describe it. Yeah, I, I'd say that's the, uh, our main core is death metal. But like, there's so much more in riffing, riffing, riffing death metal. There we go. There you go. That's it. Riffing death metal. <laughs> uh, also, various. That's uh, various without a no, and uh, a more melodic death metal. And uh, I, I, it's cool with that band. I get to kind of flex different muscles. I get to try new sounds and stuff like that, which is awesome. Being a vocalist in two different bands, you got to kind of wear two different hats. You don't want to do the same thing for both bands. Uh, I'm sure I'll dive into that deeper later. Uh, and then the other band is Hollow Body. Uh, and uh, that's just like a power violence, hardcore grind metal band. And uh, I play guitar and I love it. I just get to release everything you know because with that type of music it's so aggressive and you can just release it all love it that's awesome that's great yeah that's a, that's the best way to describe uh hollow body i wasn't sure if hollow body was still a project to be entirely honest you know what it really wasn't and the only reason we were planning on being a a, a band to play live is because of you you messaged us like hey you want to do the show and we're like okay let's, let's try to do it and we, we got together and like let's try to remember the songs that we did for this demo and <laughs> Tried to write some new stuff. Unfortunately, we just didn't have enough time and things kind of fell apart. But one day, man, I'd love to share the stage with you with Hollow Body. We just, uh, we never really saw that in our future of playing shows. It was just like, hey, let's put out this cool, badass demo. Right on. My friend, actually, sorry, uh, Johnny Wyatt, he uh, messaged me. I, I never knew him. He's like, hey, man, you like metal and hardcore and start talking. He's like, listen, I can't play guitar or music, but you can. I got all these ideas. Let's, let's write something. That's how Hollow Body came about. That's great. Yeah. Hollow Body is super sick. Uh, so I know Dusk Walker released All They Know Is Fear in 2019, which seems like decades ago because of the pandemic. Yes. Uh, I saw some studio updates on Instagram. Does that mean we can expect a release this year? Uh, yeah, it's out there. So there's no hiding it anymore. You are definitely going to see a release probably within the month or two. Um, but uh, well, I guess I can say this now. They're covers because uh, just more content out there. You put up more stuff. Because uh, I've just been noticing now with this pandemic, bands are like thinking of new ideas to put out more content, whether it's jamming in the studio, doing a live video, putting out a single, doing a cover of something. It's just more content. And uh, we're kind of at that point right now, like, shit, we can't play shows. Let's, let's do something. So we've had these covers, actually, even a backtrack, we were going to play this Halloween show last year with the guys and laid to rest but uh and we were like okay let's do all these covers and we had like some halloween stuff in there guar was one of them and uh the halloween show fell apart we had all these covers so hey let's do something with it and we, we were recording them and uh well we did record them they should be out uh, like i said a month or two so that's really really exciting that's super cool because i i might as well share this news with you as well since you are sharing news about your band my band hellbent is doing the same thing. We are totally doing a cover record. Cool. That's awesome. Man. <laughs> Did you guys like choose the covers? Like each member chose a song or something like that? Or you guys collectively uh, decided? 
we went with a really cool theme. We we decided to do uh, all songs by Canadian bands. Oh, that's a cool idea. I like that. Are they like metal bands or some rock bands or how are you all doing that? We're doing all across the board. We got, uh, you know, uh, there's some bare naked ladies in there. Oh, I love it. That's great. <laughs> uh, there's some, uh, but like there's some gob, there's some cool. SNFU. Um, Kitty, do you ever remember the band Kitty? Uh, I don't know much of the music, but I know they, they were from London, yeah, they, right? They were like an all-female like metal band. Yeah, there was like 10 of them or something. Yeah. Yeah, so we're, uh, yeah, so we got like everything across the, I think a Tegan and Sarah song's in there too, so. Cool. So yeah, we're, get, we're definitely going to have a lot of, lots of fun with that. That's awesome that you're doing a cover record. I'm super excited. Um, yeah, man, thanks. So, uh, Zoom with you, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, so as you mentioned, you play in Various. Uh, now, Various has only released EPs and singles. Do we have an LP as well on the way? We have another EP coming out. Uh, this one's going to be a, a five-song EP. Uh, I'll, I'll dive into that in a second. But um, about those EPs and singles, I think that's kind of the route Various is going right now. Because the thing is, with the streaming world that you live in, that we live in right now, something gets released, you listen to it, a week goes by, and people forget about it, unfortunately. So it's like, there's so much content out there. So it's easier to just bang out a ton of content. Like I know in the death metal scene right now, what's really big is those demos bands putting out these three song demos, firing them out like two, three a year, more content. It's more memorable. So I, I don't know. I think that's kind of the route we're going. Eventually we're going to do a full EP I th- or sorry, LP, I think I don't know, 10 songs or something, but that's in the future for now. We're sticking with this formula and with this new uh, EP coming out, I'm really excited for it because each song was written by a member of various. So you have four songs, four members, four different sounds. And we're all, we're all, we all love metal, but we all love different styles of metal. Just because, you know, huge the metal genre is, right? And we're all in different styles. So you can kind of hear that in uh, e- each one, which is really exciting. I wrote mine on guitar and uh, it's, it's kind of the first song. It is the first song I ever wrote for various on guitar. So that's really cool. And Pat's a way better guitar player than me. So <laughs> he nails it. <laughs> that's sick. Awesome. That's a really cool idea too. I, I love hearing that. Um, so like you mentioned, you play guitars in uh, like uh, past bands, uh, but was, what, what were some of your first bands that you've played in? What got you into playing music? Uh, well, I would say high school uh, friends, you know, like you go into high school and not a lot of metal heads out there. I was always into extreme music and you kind of just, you go around throughout your year in high school and you're like, Oh, that guy's got a metal shirt. That guy's got a metal shirt. And you eventually make more and more friends. And, uh, which was a small group, <laughs> not very bad <laughs> in many in a Catholic school. So yeah, we just got together and just angry teenagers, my buddies. And uh, we formed a band called like sons of Satan. Our school didn't like that. So we had to change <laughs> it to South of heaven, a Slayer reference. Yeah. I love Slayer. And, um, yeah, just playing in these bands when I was in high school and get got, I would try to find guys. Like I remember I was in grade nine and my buddy, uh, John Marchand messaged me. Uh, I, he wasn't my buddy at the time. He was just some guy messaged me on Facebook. Like, Hey dude, I see you like death metal and heavy metal, all this stuff. I play drums. Do you play anything? I'm like, yeah, I play guitar. Dude, let's get together. Never met him in my life. Went over He's teaching me about blast beats and all these different bands and, and uh, that's a whole nother story how we helped me get more into death metal. But also, it's just that's how you find people growing up, right? It's such a niche genre, especially the extreme music. So you just you dig, you find those people, and eventually you just form stuff throughout high school. So yeah, I was in a bunch of those just bands getting together or guys hanging out and jamming, playing death metal and or or any type of extreme music, and then eventually uh, 
after that, I'm like, I want to get serious. I actually want to keep doing this. And uh, Various was the band after that, after high school, when I started to get more serious on it. And when did you join uh, Duskwalker? Because I know Duskwalker was like the offering before. And yes. I know you weren't involved with the offering. Correct. There's a little bit of a, a name situation that happened because uh, they changed their name to Duskwalker. It was a song on an offering album called Codex Mysterium. And uh, there was other bands out there called The Offerings. They had to change their name. Yeah. And during that time, there was a lineup change. Uh, they needed a new singer. And Various has played with Duskwalker. I know uh, Kale and Matt and John. I knew all the guys. Mm -hmm. So uh, they knew what I could do. So they're like, hey, you want to come try out for us? Try out a bunch of guys. And uh, I'm going to take a little pat on the back over here and say I fucking nailed it. Because, <laughs> man, I was a fan. I, I was serious. I, I am. I'm still a fan of, of The Offering. I love that Codex album. And I would listen to it all the time, like before I was in the band. So then once I realized, okay, now I'm trying out for these guys, the songs they wanted me to learn, I just listened to them on loop all day, all day and over, just get them stuck and just nailed it. So uh, yeah, because I just, I love their music and I wanted to be a part of it. So it was a, it was a cool transition. It sounds very much like the story that, uh, uh, oh shoot, I can't, his name is slipping for me right now. Uh, the drummer from Slipknot, the new drummer from Slipknot. Uh, Max um, Weinberg. Uh, Jay Weinberg. Sorry, Jay Max, Weinberg. Is, Max is his dad. dad. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, you're right. Yeah, he also played uh, with Conan in the E Street Band. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, Jay was a huge uh, fan of Slipknot growing up, and very much the same way. He just would like play their songs, and then uh, yeah, when they lost Joey Jorgensen, uh, yeah, they I, I forget how they ended up. I think they sent him like a weird email, and he was trying something like for out for something he didn't have any clue what he was doing. And then he walked in the building and saw like Corey Taylor and was like, Oh sick. Like this is happening. Cool. Like, <laughs> and that's awesome because you already have that love for the band and the passion kind of comes out through the music. And, you know, of course being familiar with the music, which benefited me with the dust Walker because I was a fan before I knew these songs and um, I just wanted to do them justice and add my own spin to it. That's awesome. Um, what have been some of your favorite Ontario bands within the last year or so? Like what's caught your attention? Um, Lutharo's one that comes to mind. Raiders yeah. another one that comes to mind. Invicta, Astaroth, Incarnate, uh, Vile Driver's a great band. Dude, when I discovered your band, oh my god, it was awesome. When I, <laughs> what show was that when I saw you play? It was um it was it was like a hardcore show. Oh, do you remember that it was at the warehouse? Uh to see the thing. I've played the warehouse too many times. Yeah, I know we all have. But, <laughs> Um, oh, you, guys are, you guys are killing it. I love. I still need to play a show with you guys, whether it's Duskwalker or Various. Yeah, we're definitely gonna make that happen. Um, when shows are a thing, whatever the heck that is. <laughs> I know, uh, right? We're holding out hope. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So like you mentioned at the beginning of the show, for those who don't know, our friend Joey Bricks here is a radio host of a very popular radio station here in St. Catharines. And for anyone who hasn't heard Duskwalker or Various, you've got some deep guttural vocals and growls. <laughs> yeah, you think I love it. Do you think that after learning more about broadcasting that your radio voice kind of helped or how, like, did you find, what did you do first? Did you do radio before music or did you do music before radio? Music, uh, totally. Uh, first, I was really into, uh, anything. I was into rock metal, all the extreme and everything like that. So I was always into it. Radio came a little bit later. Uh, I'll give you a, a quick story on that. When I, went to uh, Mohawk College for biotechnology. Yeah, I was going to be a scientist. <laughs> and, and then uh, I, I was walking down the halls and I saw that they had a radio uh, 
class or a booth. I'm like, oh my God, you can go to school for radio. That's so cool. I've always wanted to do that, but I never thought it was possible. And I'm a type of guy that wants a job for a living that like, I'm going to love every day. I want that. And radio would have, was going to be that thing for me. So when I saw that at Mohawk College, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to totally do radio. But um, before that is another thing actually ties into radio and the vocals. I worked at a haunted house in Niagara Falls called Screamers. Have you ever heard of Screamers before? Yeah, yeah, I've been there. Worked there for years, dude. Loved it. My favorite job of all time. And like, I remember walking into work and thinking, wow, I'm so excited to go into work. I want this feeling every single day. I want to be excited to go to work every day because I love the haunted house. So uh, that happened with radio. That's how it, it tied in with that because I, you know, it's a job that I love doing. But also the haunted house really helped me with my vocals. Dude, you're in a dark room for hours trying to make these crazy monster sounds and I would hone my voice. Uh, Vlad, the drummer from Various, he messaged me one time like, hey, you want to try for the band? I hear you can do vocals. And I was at the haunted house at the time. So I'm like, sure, yeah, let me send you something. I took my phone. I just started screaming. <laughs> and I sent them a, a little demo right there. So yeah, dude, that really helped out with my vocals was uh, the, the Haunted House. That's super cool. That was a really cool anecdote. Thanks for sharing for that. Yeah, um, uh, so, so yeah, for someone who talks for a living, have you ever considered doing any voice acting outside of radio? Yeah, I think about that all the time because uh, with uh, this profession, this business, you want to streamline your income because there's so many different things you can do. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, well, I already do enough radio shows as it is. I do the afternoon show, the evening show, and I also do Metal After Midnight on Saturdays. But, um, I, I, you know, of course, I want to do more things outside of radio. I'd love to be like, I don't know, on a video game or cartoon. I've tried out for like one video game. I think it was like a fighting game. And I had to do like a, an announcer fighting voice like and in this corner weighing in at 250 pounds so i tried out for stuff like that and i don't know eventually that would be something i'd like to do and uh i don't know maybe get a, a voiceover work yeah well you heard it here folks <laughs> you need it I, I can do scary monster voices <laughs> <laughs> lastly before we get into some anecdotes now i asked you this previously because this is a bit of a big question but i know that you're a wrestling fan you're not Huge. shy about it no um if you were to create a wrestling persona for yourself, what would it be? What would be your intro music? And what would be your finishing move? Hmm, now, this is interesting. If I wanted to go into WWE, I'm thinking NXT first. That's where you'd start. NXT is my favorite brand. It's a little bit more edgy. And I feel like this gimmick would work in NXT, especially Triple H being a metal guy. I feel like I would come out because here's the thing with wrestling. When you uh, show up and you have a meeting with Vince, all the guys say that Vince always asks you, like, oh, what are you into? What's your thing? And he'll find what you're really into and create a character out of that. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming if I'm sitting down with Vince, I'm going to tell him, ah, you know, I, I scream in a couple death metal bands. A light bulb will go off in his head and he'll go, that's something that we can deal with. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe I'd be that guy. Like no one comes out and like does a scream, like a primal scream. Like I could be like that viking berserker type of character where he he's comes out and he comes to the ramp and he does a big death metal scream come out with blast beats because i don't know it's kind of cliche now in metal to have that um sorry the cliche in wrestling to have that metal character you know like rhea ripley and uh your alistair blacks and damian priest all these metal type of characters and they're all doing the devil horns mm-hmm. so i figured instead of doing the devil horns i would do the the grapefruit the grapefruit for that so maybe that would be my thing and I'd I'd come out to like a a blast beat song like uh, oh what was the song I had I had it in mind Uh, old school death metal band disincarnate uh, as the stench of paradise burning 
I just I love that intro riff. I think it would be a great uh, song to come out to. That's awesome. And what what would be your finisher? Um, probably an incarnation of the last ride, something like that. Because I always thought the last ride was the most painful wrestling move. Like not only are you getting power bomb, you're getting lift up in the air somehow. So I don't know. Maybe if it was like um, a power bomb off the top rope, but I had a little bit more. Uh, what's the word I guess I want to use? A little bit more trajectory, go forward and kind of push the guy off as I'm giving him a power bob. Get that leverage from the top rope. That I I had a feeling you were gonna pick the last ride for some reason. That's such a cool wrestling move. It is. It's a, such a good movie. It feels like it hurts. Like no matter how hard, like because these guys they know how to take a bump, of course. But mm-hmm. like no matter how well you know how to take a bump, it's still gonna hurt. <laughs> so yeah. I feel like I love the moves that look painful like cedric alexander he does the thing called the the lumbar check throws the guy in the air and then he puts his knees up and the guy lands on his knees yeah like his back lands on uh cedric's knees oh my god it looks so painful and i like those (laughs) moves that look uh that look kind of serious you can tell i've thought about this
for sure. Awesome. So let's get into some anecdotes. Tell me some of the wildest stories from being on the road or in the studio or anything in between. Oh, uh, let me think. You know, one of the most wild stories I could think of didn't even happen to us, but it was while we were in Buffalo. Shout out to Buffalo. Love playing there. People are awesome. When you play any extreme metal show in Buffalo, people come out. They don't care who you are. They're like, this is a night out. We're going out and we're watching extreme metal. Love the people of Buffalo when it comes to that. But anyway, uh, we were there. I brought my buddy Mike. He just got his passport. So his first trip over to the States was at this show. And, uh, you know, we're hanging out, having some drinks after our set. And he's like, I'm going to go head out to uh, Mighty Taco. And on his way to Mighty Taco, he sees a bar. Uh, he's looking in the window. And I think the Nunez fight was happening with R- Rousey. Mm-hmm. I think that was happening. Some... Uh, some UFC fight and he's watching it through the window but also while he's watching it through the window there was this huge chick fight outside the bar like people crowded <laughs> going nuts crazy and he comes back he's like dude you should have went to Mighty Taco with me <laughs> here I am sitting at the, the merch table I missed out on two fights oh two fights two for one at Mighty Taco <laughs> yeah, Mighty Taco in Buffalo it's good stuff <laughs> <laughs> and I've, I've never played in Buffalo before. I've been to shows in Buffalo, but I've never played in Buffalo. I love the vibe there, though. It's like, it feels, it's so Canadian. I, they probably hate to hear that, but it feels so much like Canada there. It does feel like home, although they do ask you a lot of questions about weed. Like, oh, man, you guys are so lucky. You guys get it over there. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, it's not that great. You got to pay tax on it. Yeah, all this other <laughs> extra stuff that goes with it. But uh it is pretty great. I got some of them in my pocket that I, I grew this summer, actually. Uh, Duke Nukem. It's pretty good. That actually is the best part of legalization is the fact that you can just grow it yourself, right? Yeah. I actually like the fact of or the act of growing it because like, you just watch it grow every day. I go up to them and just look at them like, oh, look at you. You're getting bigger. Nice. Good for you, man. <laughs> and Talk like positively you- to your pants. <laughs> and, you, and you take care of them. Like, it's like, like it's a... It's a pastime. It's an active pastime. And it's very yeah. uh, passive. <laughs> exactly. You know, I, yeah, I like that aspect of it. And uh, yeah, the Americans are just so blown away by that. It's, it's cool. It's one thing we could show off. Yeah, definitely. Except they're getting friggin' healthier now with their vaccines. They're, they're busting. They're, they're beating us right now. Yeah, but uh, man, hopefully things are getting back to normal. It's, seeing that little glimpse of hope. And stuff like that. You know, we talk about it on the radio once in a while. And one thing I love talking about, actually, about this is when you hear about these bands putting out shows in the UK and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, it's not over here, but it's getting there. Yeah. It's a little bit of hope. So it's, it's cool when you hear that stuff. I think, uh, I think I've officially got a, a, a rescheduled date for uh, the Rage Against the Machine tour that's happening in 2022. So that's got me hope. Hopefully, dude. Yeah, my uh, co-host Adam is really looking forward to that one. The one that I got postponed was Ozzy's. No more, no more tours. Two. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be with Judas Priest, and then it got changed to Megadeth. I'm like, ah, I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> that's a, that's a cool consolation prize. But yeah, now it's getting pushed back, and uh, you got to wait. It's the worst when they get canceled. Last year, I was supposed to see Foreigner. And that just straight up got canceled. I couldn't, uh, you got my money back. So it's not like, hey, we're coming back next year. So there was no hope, which kind of sucked. Yeah, the same thing happened with me with last year when, uh, I mean, John Mulaney was supposed to come by. But uh, yeah, they just canceled that entirely. He's a funny man. He's very funny. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, uh, yeah, sorry. Let's get back to the anecdotes. What is your go-to gas station snack? Um, Meat sticks. 
meat sticks. sticks. 100%. Uh, especially Petro's meat sticks. I forget what the brand's called, but I know it when I see it. Got the white packages. It comes with uh, eight of them. <laughs> They're just good. You know, they don't taste rubbery. They've, uh, I get those extra hot ones. You know, it tastes like I'm eating a piece of meat, not like a, a Slim Jim. Although a Slim Jim from time to time is okay. The jalapeno one. There's apparently so much sugar in Slim Jims. Really? Yeah, like, like oh. an unhealthy amount. Wow, that's yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah. I don't eat a lot of them, but like when I come across a Slim Jim, and you know, you got to do the Macho Man, too. Ooh, stop doing <laughs> Slim Jim. <laughs> that's right. Uh, do you have any gear share nightmares? Do you have any, like, uh, any stories where you, you showed up at the venue where they told you to not bring the kit, and then their house kit was, uh, you know, a couple floor toms? Uh, I, I don't know much about that gear stuff, but I do have one with me, with my microphone. This is, actually, you know, this is the microphone I use on stage. Live? I use it oh. also, and I also use it on the radio. So. <laughs> this is also my stage mic. No way! Stage <laughs> mic pros. Cool, dude. That's awesome. But uh, I remember one time, I was with Various. We played a show in the falls. I forgot my mic, and uh, I had to borrow someone else's, which, you know, as a vocalist, that sucks. You don't want to use yeah. someone else's mic, and they're spitting that. So I... I looked in the mic just to see what i'm dealing with you know it's taking it out i'm like all right what do we got here and you know the little holes in there yeah just filled with gunk and shit and grease and i'm like oh no so i had to power through the rest of the set and try not to think about that i was like making out with another dude and his <laughs> leftover lunch yeah, that was gross yeah <laughs> don't forget your mic kids always bring an extra mic Always bring an extra mic. Awesome. Well, is there any other stories you'd like to share with us from being in a band? You know what? I, I'm gonna, I'll tell you what my favorite thing about being with a band is when you're all together and after the jam and you're done and you just have that feeling. You, you know when you're just – you kind of just do an impromptu jam kind of yeah. stuff and you, something comes out of it and then you just sit there after you're having a beer like, fuck, man, we, can I swear? fuck man we just wrote something so cool and you just you get that rush you just feel good i was at kale's uh doing a couple practice a couple weeks ago and uh, his dad came out he started playing acoustic and i just came out and started singing uh glenn fry's part for uh rambling man and uh <laughs> it was just i don't know it's that that same feeling you get after writing a good riff or a good band practice that that kind of rush and i love it and it's the after jam feeling when you have that rush and you're sitting with the boys and having a beer love it Love it. I love to hear it. Right on. Well, you know, that wraps up this episode of Banecdotes. Thank you so much, Joey, for taking the time to do this for me. Thanks can, for having me. Where can the listeners find all your band social medias at? And is there anything else you want to plug or give a shout out to? Uh, I'll give a shout out to my radio show, Metal After Midnight. That's on Hits FM every Saturday, 12 till 2 a.m. It's two hours just filled with a bunch of metal. And it's not just like, you know, the usual metal you're going to hear on hits like Disturbed or Slipknot. You might get that, you know, for some people that like that. But other than that, I'm throwing in everything. I throw in local bands. Those local bands I mentioned earlier. Uh, I know Raider and Lutharo is on the playlist. I added them. And uh, I just, everything, man. Death metal, doom metal, black metal, power metal, industrial metal, folk metal. If there's a metal, you name it, I got it. And uh, that's kind of what I'm trying to do. My goal is to show all the different facets of metal and all the different sides of it to people that aren't really metal heads because it is a rock station. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to introduce people to more metal and the local scene. Uh, before the pandemic started, I would plug local shows all the time, always. And even if a band wasn't on there, I'd be like, Hey, you got to go check out these guys. Uh, there's a new band from uh, uh, St. Catharines. They're called murder. You know, I'll use them for an example. Great band, by the way. 
Yeah. You know them? Nice. Yeah. Great band. And uh, I'll use them for an example. You know, let's say they're not on the show. I'll just be like, hey, new band out. Go check these guys. Give them a look uh, on Bandcamp or whatever. Um, and, uh, you know, just uh, drawing attention to our local scene and showing other people about this great metal. That's awesome. Hell yeah. Right on. So we're going to end the show with Piss by Various. Nice. Put in something special. That's what it stands for. <laughs> right on. Thanks for doing this with me, Joey. Thanks for having me, Phil. Appreciate it. Glad you still got the pink hair. It looks great on you, by the way. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. It's awesome. Dude. Right on. That was my conversation with the one and only Joey Bricks. And he's from Duskwalker, Various, 
and Hollow Body, which I all played through at the show. And the the middle track I played there, that was by Hollow Body, and that's off their EP Binge and Purge. And each track off that EP is titled just that. So the track you heard was And. That was And by Hollow Body off of their Binge and Purge EP. Super cool band. Super cool guy to talk to. I really had a good time speaking with him. He, especially when he started talking about wrestling, he was, you could tell he got quite excited about it. And I know I have a couple wrestling fans out there who listen to the show, so I know that they probably got a kick out of that as well. I hope you did. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Rate and review. Like I said, if you're listening on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcast app, make sure you like us, rate it, subscribe, do all that fun jazz because all those little tiny numbers, they help me in the long run. They make me go, hey, this is kind of worth doing. (laughs) But like I've said before, even if that wasn't the case, I'd probably still be doing that just because I need to put my finger on the pulse of the underground and unsigned heavy scene here in Ontario. Right on. So if you want to be a part of the show, if you have a single coming out this month or next month and you want to be featured in the new Music of the Month episode, shoot me an email, banecdotes at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at banecdotes at B-A-N-D-E-C-D-O-T-E-S where we update weekly and we talk about all the episodes that are dropping and that have dropped. And I try to talk about all the new music that comes out. But it's kind of tough. Anyway, I'm going to get going. I hope you have yourself a great evening, a great morning, a great afternoon. Whatever it is you're doing. See ya. <laughs>